welcome back you guys to today's podcast episode i'm super excited listen um the message i have for you today is really really good so i just could not wait to get to the office i had to go ahead and give you this message right now i am currently driving home um and i can't even say home because i'm not even in my uh, home base city right now but i'm heading back to where i am staying and um yeah i just knew i had to get this message to you before i got there because it's just too good to hold to myself right now uh so my name is nina if you guys don't know me my name is nina and i'm a spa owner i'm also a private esthetician and um, i have an academy called lead estheticians where i help estheticians to increase their confidence in operations hospitality and sales now one thing that um, i can tell you is that everything that i talk about on these podcasts is directly related to showing up as your best self showing up as an elite business operation and professional and also really making sure that you do everything in excellence all right and now granted there's going to be times where yes you're going to be um, having your downtime or time where you're relaxing and enjoying your day to yourself yes but when your business is on you are fully on and you have to move in excellence okay now we know so many different avenues where we talk about the cost of success and we know like the basics of the cost of success now mind you the cost is different for everybody it's still heavy cost but it's different for everyone but we know that the cost of success includes late nights early mornings um getting rejected many times having to consistently pick yourself up and try again um losing money in some things making money having the roller coaster days you know things happen in your life and that's the part of the cost of success and many times you know we're going through this journey and we're just like feeling alone or we're feeling as if it's just so much stuff going on like what do i do and even in today's age i mean especially with the digital age there are so many options for you i mean everybody and their mama is selling a class or selling some sort of um way for you to learn information online because it's just that day and age but um, as you're looking at that and you're understanding that the cost of success does have the many things that come along with it, we got to also look at the flip side of that, which is the cost of mediocrity. And when I say mediocrity, I don't mean this in a shaming way. I mean this in anything that is not aligned in excellence. Okay. And um, I really want to be clear on that. I want to make sure that you understand exactly what I'm saying. Um, When it comes to excellence, you know what excellence looks like and you know what it feels like. But then I also know that there's some people that really grew up and they never understood like what true excellence on a world class level really looks like. And that's why you have people that, you know, they look at customer service as just this general flat blanket, not understanding that customer service is just a facet of hospitality. And another facet of hospitality is white glove service. So some people don't even get into the depths of what true service looks like, um, which we do discuss in the Elite Estheticians course, but um, just, you know, keep that in your head. A lot of people don't understand the different levels of it. And so when you're in an industry like the beauty industry, especially the black beauty industry, and you're so used to things just being a certain way, or, you know, we can turn around the connotation and say, well, that's just how it is. 
you know we're just used to xyz behavior then you start to notice that really culturally there is an issue um and also across the board in the industry there is a lack of a standard all right so when you look at the cost of mediocrity that's very dangerous especially if you are new in your business and you are really just trying to find help and you're really trying to make money any kind of way you can if you're not careful you can align yourself with the wrong um, guidance with the wrong uh, courses with the wrong information that ultimately can lead you down a path that you either have to turn around and redirect or it can end up putting you out of business completely okay now when it comes to moving in excellence now again i am more into the elite realm um which there are that's the name elite clients when you have a clientele of the elite caliber these are your higher paying clients these are the ones that are expecting to pay you and they don't want to go to anybody else they're going to pay what they need to pay to see you and you're really on a payroll if you really think about it um but these elite clients have an elite responsibility okay they're uh, in pageants they're on tv film media a lot of business owners and i don't mean like you know just down the street business owners i mean like fortune 500 companies maybe they have to um, do press conferences or they travel a lot for their particular uh, career and so you just have to really be aware of what type of clientele you have so that you can probably speak to them but this particular buyer the elite buyer um, they're really big on confidentiality and they're extremely huge on professionalism like absolutely huge on professionalism and so that's why I push so hard to let you guys know like please do not you know post vaginas and different things on your pages and when you're dealing with different um, teachers in this industry or coaches or whatever, when you're dealing with different people and you're choosing them to guide you, many times they're going to guide you to the dollar, but they're not going to guide you to uh, really look at your business from a long-term perspective, all right? And when you're looking at your business from a long-term perspective, you're looking at your business from a standpoint of, okay, in three to five years, I want my business to have this sort of perception or I want my business to be comparable to XYZ. And especially when it comes to us as smaller um, or solo practitioners, we'll look at other estheticians as our um, competition or you look at them as a piece of your market research. And while that's good in some aspects, um, it can be dangerous for you. Because if the bar has never been set and if the other estheticians are moving at a level of mediocrity, you can end up comparing yourself on a standard that is really low. Okay, and let me give you an example of that. Let's say that you are doing facials in your city and you see that there's other estheticians that do facials for $85. And so you're looking at their business and you just say, okay, well, they do facials. The facials are 85. Then I'm going to set my facials at 80. Or you say, I'm going to set my facials at 85 too. Then when you look at the situation, it's like, okay, but are they professional? Do they show up as an elite? business do they have a website 
Do they have a phone number? How do they do booking? What is their client experience looking like? And what is their booking process looking like? And when you start to really ask yourself those questions, you may notice that really they're not on the same tier of what you're trying to do. So then you have to ask yourself, like, why are you comparing yourself and pricing yourself in accordance to a mediocre standard? All right. And that's something that, you know, when you're talking to people about business, if you're a person that's like, I just want to get more clients, right? You're like, I just want to get more clients. I just want to get more clients. And you tell someone that and they teach a marketing class or they say, hey, get on Groupon or hey, do this or hey, do that. That's that's them, right? It's nothing wrong with that because they're helping you solve a direct problem. But if you don't know your vision or where you're going or what you're doing or nothing like that, then really you're putting a band-aid on something that really needs a total surgery. And that's the thing about our industry is that we have to have more strategy and we have to properly have the um, ability, but also the courage to just step up and say, this is not okay, right? And so when I'm looking at different businesses and I see that there's, you know, young ladies that are dressed in, you know, what they wore, they just threw something on, got a bonnet on, um, they're handling their client and the place doesn't look clean, everything is mismatched, um, you know, just basically looking like you're running it out of your house on an elite level, that buyer is not going to come to you. And I know sometimes that can come off harsh, right? Because you're like, I want clients. Why are clients not coming to me? And it's not the fact that there is a lack of clients. Sometimes it's the fact that there's an overabundance of mediocre beauty professionals. And I want you to process that. Sometimes it's not that there's a lack of clients. It's that there's an overabundance of mediocre beauty professionals. And when you really, truly grasp what I'm saying, like if you're taking offense to that right now, then that just means you got to process that. Like you have to deal with that, right? You have to process why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And you have to process what in what was just said makes me feel offended. Am I operating on a mediocre level? Right? But then if you're a person that's saying, yes, I absolutely agree, like, we need to step it up. We need to be wearing uniforms or we need to be wearing, you know, a polished outfit. We need to be really taking care of ourselves. If we say we do the bomb hair, we need to have our hair done. If we say that we do bomb facials, we need to have our skin together. Like we need to be goals for our clients. Like if you're a person that's saying that, then you understand exactly what I'm saying. Because many times you may have felt the need to discount yourself or change your pricing or place some sort of we're just gonna say it like it is you want to discount yourself to do anything by any means to get clients to come to you instead of raising your value so that you stand out and that's something that is is like for some odd reason 
when I'm doing consultations or when I'm talking on one-on-ones with our elites, the very first time I talk to you, sometimes I'm going to amplify the things that show you you're not doing enough. Now, listen, it's nothing wrong with somebody wearing a bonnet doing hair. And I can I can tell you right now, our elites that are all here are probably like, no, there is something wrong with that. But I'm going to tell you, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I know some amazing people who wear bonnets, who do hair out their house, who got dogs, kids running around. They do amazing work. And it works for their particular clientele. But it's not right for you. Right? When you say... I'm going to answer the call. I want to be on the elite level. I want to handle higher paying clients. And because they're going to pay me more, I know that more is required of me. When you sit on that type of level, you say, you know what? It's nothing wrong with people that want to be on Groupon. It's nothing wrong with people that want to sit here and every price on their website is slashed out with a with a discounted price next to it. Right? It's nothing wrong with that. But I am answering the call to do more. I am answering the call to show up elite. I am answering the call where I'm so booked and busy, I'm forced to raise my price because my clients are telling me, hey, we need to get in. Like anything you got to do, we'll pay more. Like what we got to do to get in ASAP. And that that's a difference of conversation. But that's when you understand the cost of mediocrity because you understand that The same amount of time it takes to get a client paying you $50 is the same amount of time it takes to get you a client paying $200. The only difference is the level of value and being able to speak to them to where it's a non-negotiable. They already know you're the choice to pick. Nobody else even compares. Even if somebody did try, they still going to think of you when they think of facials or when they think of whatever it is you're doing, brows or whatever. But when you think from a long-term standpoint, you also understand, wait a minute, I got to make sure that I'm also showing up in the best light. If you say you want a client like Michelle Obama, is Michelle Obama going to come to you when you got a page full of vaginas? And I want you to like really sit that there. Like let's, let's sit that there. Let's hold on to it a little bit because this is the thing. You can pay someone to teach you how to get clients, how to market, how to make money. You can do all these classes and really just like take every e-course, every e-book, whatever. You can read all the books until you're just out of breath, whatever. At the end of the day, if you don't have a proper value proposition, why are these people booking with you? Why are these people booking with you? Your phone, every time you post that you have an opening, your phone should be blowing up. It should be an it should be a non-negotiable. Like these people should know, oh, she booked. Oh, I need to go to her. And whenever she opened, I'm about to get that spot. But why are people not coming to you? And I truly believe that because we've created this culture of like be your own boss have your own business, do your own thing. We miss the point of apprenticeship. We don't have apprenticeship anymore. We don't have people that come in with humility and say, you know what, I see that you're doing, 
you doing a darn thing like you a boss you booked and busy i need to learn what i need to learn because if i want to be where you at or if i want to go where you going in that direction before i come and try to remix my own sauce i need to learn what the basic recipe looks like but see a lot of y'all are not willing to do that because that work is hard and that work requires humility and that work requires you to be in a place of servitude but because this culture has been created to say oh you need to be your own boss don't listen to nobody else do your own thing then you go and you open your own business and you put all this money into it and then you're upset because people don't want to book with you but let's flip it instead of asking all your friends and family to support you why don't you take your pages and ask your family and friends would you go to this business have them look at your social media have them look at your website have them look at your booking process. Have them actually book a free consultation. Just say, hey, I want you to help me. Um, tell me if this process to book with me is easy. And let them book a free consultation. Who cares if they don't come or not? You're asking them for feedback. And if they say, nah, I wouldn't go here. Or, nah, how much is that? Then that tells you right there. See, sometimes you want your family and your friends to pay you and you feel like that's supporting your business. When a lot of times, sometimes you can use them as market research. I know that my family, some people in my family, I don't want them to be clients of mine because they too particular. So I need to be able to let them be my market research so I can see. I, I'm waiting on them to say, no, nah, I wouldn't go there or no. Nah. How much is $200 for a facial or I ain't going there good because you are not my target client and mind you I'm saying this like with a straight face like I'm saying this because I need you to understand how the business world works you have to do market research you got to figure out what makes your business stand out but you also got to learn how to talk to the elite buyer and if you've never placed yourself in the shoes of an elite person then how can you understand how to talk to them that's why you have to go where they shop you have to go where they eat you have to go where they get their cars at you have to talk to the people that talk to the elite people you're trying to talk to be at the events be around them because you don't want to post yourself online and find yourself 10 days from having to basically shut your whole business down because no one wants to buy from you. So market research is key. But when you do that research and when you decide that you want to open your business and you decide that you're going to market yourself, please do it in excellence. If you're knowing that you want to raise your prices, don't get on Groupon. Because you're going in the opposite direction of where you're trying to go. 
If you're saying, you know what, in three years, I want to be a well-known esthetician. I want people to fly in to see me. I want to be in multiple states and I want to be able to create my own treatment plans and be able to network with some of the best of the best in the industry that are still actively working. Then please don't go on Groupon because I guarantee you none of the top people in our industry doing aesthetics is on Groupon. If anything, they have their own website and you have to call the book. So really look at the people who are where you want to be. And I'm going to say this last part. And I know this part, listen, I'm already snatching edges. So let me just snatch the rest. Um, the people that you're looking at as your competition are what Kevin Samuel said, average at best. Like really think about it. You see they got multicolored linens, wearing sweats language on their website curse words and all of that they twerking on the streets and they got their tongue sticking out and their boobs sticking out and everything and they doing all the stuff that's attracting the wrong people yet you're looking at them to figure out how to set your business apart now granted at some point yes you can look at their systems and say okay i know i want to do this different okay that's fine but at some point, you have to realize that if everybody's catering to the city girls, who's catering to the classy girls? And when I say classy, I mean old school, traditional, like breakfast at Tiffany's type of people. Because I have plenty of people that are opera singers, TV people, like they they feel out of place. They feel weird. They're like, where is the space where it's just like luxury like, why do I have to go to Four Seasons to get luxury? I just want a private space with someone who can do my service and really have great conversation and just a quiet space. But why is it always so ratchet? And mind you, this is where, again, like you were looking at your business and asking people to rate you, like, look at your business as a as a customer and as a business owner would you go to you and if you look at yourself as your best employee would you would you go to you or would you fire you and these are questions you have to ask yourself because your business you're your first employee especially if you're trying to grow and have a team would you want another you on board because it starts at the head and that's where I had to ask myself the same question. I ask myself these questions all the time. So in this season, okay, we're about to end this. In this season, okay, make sure that you are showing up in excellence. And that you are always seeking to place yourself in the very places that you said you want to be in. $85 for a facial is a comparable to examine to figure out your market research but if your local area is small and people are charging you know smaller uh prices and they're not showing up in full excellence you can extremely uh raise your rate slightly higher show up professional and speak to those pain points like that's what people are looking for they're looking for private care they're looking for someone who's extremely professional 
and they're looking for someone whose luxury is at the level of four seasons but they don't want to go to that type of spa all the time so leverage that but understand this route is going to take a little more courage this route is going to take a little more patience this route is going to take a little more diligence and it's going to feel just slightly slightly lonely because everyone around you is just like oh well just hustle and get this money just make a thousand dollars today just make a thousand dollars this weekend hustle get this money but hustle culture and self-care culture are two different things and you have to decide which one are you going to be a part of and if you're going to pay the cost of success or if you're going to pay the cost of mediocrity but it is your choice